0: Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And now here's your host of this podcast, me, Shane Lakita. Hey folks, all my friends and all the people out there that'll listen to the podcast here today, I just wanted to say welcome to 2020, 2020. Now listen, there's so much going on over the last couple days, right? We've had our vacations, we've had holidays, we've had Christmas, we've had New Year's. We've had all these different things going on. And at the end of the day, it's really one day in front of the other, right? They're normal days, they're regular days. But Christmas went through, we went through the holidays, and then we went to New Year's, and a lot of people stayed up to watch the ball drop in New York and all around the world. And we're able to party and hang out and be festive with their family and friends and whoever else that they were trying to be able to just be with on that day. Well, welcome to the new year. But here's the thing. Today is no different than what yesterday was. Now, it might feel that way. Maybe we're in a place where you might feel more positive or you might feel more happy or you feel that there's more promise or there's more possibilities in the new year. And here we are going into 2020, thinking to ourselves, we've got goals to hit, we've got things we wanted to be able to aspire to be. So I get the concept of the New Year's resolutions, and I get the concept of the New Year's time frame, and I get all the concept of all of that. I really do. As a matter of fact, I believe in doing some of that because we do need fresh starts sometimes. Sometimes we need to be able to pull ourselves out of the mud, the muck, and the mire to be able to give ourselves just a boost in the arm, a shot in the right direction, some way to be able to say to ourselves, I can accomplish things that I wanna put my mind to, or I can do the things that I, the goals that I set for myself or whatever. And it's, it's, it's not easy to do when you're stuck in the mud. It's not easy to do when you are struggling to put one foot in front of the other, correct? So we use things like New Year's to be clearing point, a point that we could sit back and say, hey, it's a new start. It's just like when you, what you do during the week. Let's say, for instance, you're Monday through Friday worker. And so Monday through Friday, you're on point. You're good to go. Maybe you're eating right. Maybe you're working out right. You're doing all the things you want to do. Then you hit the weekend, and then it goes off the rails, right? You're eating nachos and cheese fries and all kinds of other stuff going on. And you're like, oh, man, I just, oh. And then we use Mondays after the weekend is over to be that, Cleansing moment, right? That moment where we can say, okay, you know what? It's a new week. It's a brand new week. I can start off fresh. I can start off new. That's how I'm going to use it. And I think that some people use New Year's the same exact way, just like that. It's on a smaller level with the Monday, re, you know, retap or re-going the right direction or whatever. But New Year's is the big one. It's the one where we can sit back and say, did I achieve everything that I wanted to achieve last year? And if I didn't, do I want to achieve it this year? Do I want to make new goals, new aspirations, new dynamics that I want to be able to have in my life? So I get the concept of a New Year's, and I, I, and I love it. I love the concept of feeling positive. I mean, how often are we in a place where we actually feel like there's, there's hope? In today's world, it's so difficult to be able to feel like there's any hope whatsoever. I mean, you got things on the news. You got things in our politics. You got things going on worldwide. You got things with us in general. I'm trying to lose weight or I'm trying to be healthy. And you got things that are just thrown at us and it adds stress in our lives and all that stuff. We got all this different stuff that happens to us all the time. It really is difficult to get to a place where we feel positive about things. No matter even if you are the most positive person in the world, it's still difficult. It's hard. It's human nature. We fall into these pitfalls of negativity. We just do. And if we use New Year's to be that positive push or that catapult to get you to go the right direction, then by all means use it. But here's the thing I want to talk about with New Year's. This is what this podcast is about. This is the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Okay? We make goals. We go through. We talk about resolutions. We talk about goals. We talk about targets. We talk about commitments in the last podcast, the one right before this one. I talked a lot about committing the things that you wanted to do in 2020 making commitments rather than resolutions making commitments rather than just empty promises or words on a paper or something you just kind of wanted to throw out there instead I'm going to commit to doing something because it has more oomph and more meaning behind it to be able to go and achieve the dreams and aspirations you really want to achieve now when New Year's comes around here we are. Making these promises to ourselves, or making these taking these moments to be able to say, "Okay, what's my goals?" So I'll give you an example. I'm sitting in the car with my son today, and we're driving. We're heading out to lunch with a friend of mine, and I asked him. I said, "You know, what are you most proud of this last year?" And he said to me, "You know, I'm I'm at a place where I feel like I'm more mature, and I feel like I'm taking school seriously and everything else." I said, "That's awesome. That's really great." And so then we talked about, "Okay, tell me what you didn't achieve in 2019 that you would have liked to have done." And so he filled me in on that piece, too. And then we said, in 2020, what are your goals and your aspirations? And he was he was very strategic, right? So he knew exactly the direction he wanted to move in, where he wanted to go, and how he wanted to end the year. He talked about his grade point average in school and those kind of things. And it's simple to him, right, of what he wants to be able to do. As an adult, as we're going through this whole entire journey, is it really simple to just go towards one goal or two goals? No, it isn't, because we have a lot of things we want to accomplish, and we're responsible for a lot of people or things that go on or finances that we have going on in our lives. But here's my question. When you set down your resolutions or as other people call them targets or whatever, when you set down those things and you put them on paper and you talk about the things you want to accomplish for the year, are you setting yourself for success or failure? That's a true question. That's a a real question to think about. Because think about this. If you have set these goals and these aspirations before and you did not attain them, what do you think happened in the years past when you maybe set the same goal this year or the next year or the next year or whatever? Why do you think you didn't attain those accolades or hit those goals and those targets? Why do you think you didn't hit those? Probably more so because you set them too high or they're too lofty. Or maybe it, physiologically, you you can't uh, t- obtain those kind of things. So maybe you wanted to lose uh, 300 pounds in a year. And maybe your body's telling you, no, I, sorry, I can't. And then you get frustrated throughout the year. And then you fall off the rails and you start to gain weight. And then you start to eat unhealthy and you start to kind of go off the rails. And this is only speaking from experience here. So I've set New Year's resolutions and I've set goals and I've set targets. And I've done things in the past to be able to say to myself, okay, how do I move forward and be a positive version of me, be the best version of what I want to be in my life. So I always try to be able to set aspirations and goals. So I usually set these big ones, right? I want to lose 150 pounds or I want to do whatever it is, you know, these big, big lofty goals. I want to be a a director of sales in the company that I work for. I want to write a book when I don't even have anything going the direction of publishers or any kind of movement, that direction, whatever it is. And I set these goals that I think I've set myself up for failure in the past. But nobody was there to tell me that, right? Nobody was there to be able to say, hey, Shane, you know, maybe you should think about that goal. Maybe you should think about maybe right-sizing that a little bit. Right-size that goal to meeting the needs of what you need in your life. Don't make it too lofty. So there's a couple things. One, if you make it too lofty and you don't get there or you're maybe a month into it, how many of you have gone to the gym after New Year's? Now, you know what I'm talking about here. You go to the gym, you step in after the New Year's, and the whole month of January, and the place is a sardine can. The place is jammed up, it's sweat flying everywhere, people jumping on treadmills, you can't even find a, a station to be able to do some workouts or whatever. Nothing, you can't do anything. And it's frustrating. So, you know, you've been going there for a little bit, but then you're, you're full bore, you're ready to go, you're all in, you're ready to go, you're all set right? What happens after that one month time frame in January? We hit February. What happens? Then you start to see those numbers start to dwindle a little bit. People that set these really high lofty goals unattainable in the, wherever they're sitting right now and they drop off like flies. They go away. They start going, oh, I feel really bad about myself. I can't hit that goal. I thought I was going to lose 20 pounds in the month of January. I only lost five. This isn't working. Now let me go eat a double quarter pound of cheese or whatever, whatever it is we're talking about here, right? So you know the story of the gym. So the gym is packed January, starts to dwindle in February, and then by the time March comes around, it's like you're in the middle of like August or whatever, and nobody's at the gym again because these people fell off left and right because they didn't set obtainable, realistic goals for themselves. Now, some of them might have. they might have, they, Of course, they might have set realistic goals, but they didn't want to do something else. They didn't want to do the work To do it, okay. That's the second part of the podcast that I want to talk about. It's something that I put out today on Coffee Talk. Is about we got to get back to work and doing what's necessary. But let's park here in the space of realistic goals, guys. Let's think about that. What are the goals that you put? So I'm sure everybody has one, two, or three things that they want to accomplish in 2020. I'm sure you went through a lot of reflecting last night. You thought to yourself, "What do I want to do professionally, personally, maybe health wise, whatever it is." And you laid these things out there. And now you're in this positive place on January 1st where you're like, yeah, I can go do that. I can I can knock these things out. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna make this happen. This is gonna be the year to remember for Shane. This is gonna be the year to remember for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill it. It's gonna be the best year ever. So you know what I'm talking about here. And so we're all right in that good place. The the place that feels pretty good, the place that feels like there's hope and there's promise and there's aspirations and We have the feeling that we can accomplish whatever we set our minds to. But then what happens? We start to think about, okay, how do I get there? Whatever goal that I'm setting for myself, one, have I done this before? Have I set the same goal years past? Am I just repeating what I set for my goals in 2019 but didn't accomplish? Am I repeating it that I put the same one down in 2018 and didn't accomplish? Part of setting goals is making sure you adjust and pivot wherever you need to. It's a simple business philosophy that we all work with. Basically, if you're doing one thing towards business and you're trying to become profitable, you're trying to do certain things, you have to pivot if it's not working. And in business, your money's on the line, so you're going to pivot pretty quickly. You're going to look at what ways can I make changes. We don't do that in this journey that we're on, When it, whether it comes to health, whether it comes to fitness or whatever. We just keep plugging at the same exact goal that we're to keep on shooting for so if you set a goal in 2019 that I want to lose 50 pounds by doing this amount of work or whatever and you didn't get there well what adjustments do you have to make to make sure that if you set the similar goal in 2020 results are going to be different and your attitude is going to be different and the things that you're putting in place is going to be different this year than it was last year are you thinking about that because that's something you should really take a look at Are the goals that you're setting the same goals that you've set before? Are they just the same ones? Are we just repeating the cycle? Are we getting into the place because we know we need to be healthy. We know we need to lose weight. We know we need to do all these different things. And we're just going to push forward and make that our goal. And then what's going to usually happen is you're going to get into the year and the same stuff's going to happen like it did last year. And if you didn't accomplish it, you probably won't accomplish it again. Because you haven't adjusted and pivoted or set yourself up for success moving forward. So the first question in goal setting is, did I set myself up for the same exact goal that I did last year? Or is it just a lofty goal that I can't accomplish? Did you say to yourself, I'm going to be a multimillionaire in a year when you've got $20 to your name? No, not to say that that's impossible, but is that realistic? Is this is this a goal that you can set and push forward that you know by the year 2020 at the end of the year you can accomplish multimillionaire, unless you strike the lottery, strike your rich with gold, or whatever else, usually those kind of lofty goals are not things that we can accomplish. But let me say this though. If you say to yourself, I want to become a multimillionaire eventually, but the first thing that I need to do to become a multimillionaire is to make sure I take care of the debt that I have right now. Okay, now we're talking, right? Now we're talking about making smaller goals leading towards the big goal because we all know we have the big goals, we wanna, whether you want a Ferrari or a Maserati or whatever you want or big goals of traveling the world and having unlimited money or whatever else, all those big goals that we have, and, and some of them are unattainable, I get it, but you, you want to have those because, I mean, it's just fun to have, but to get to the bigger ones, here's the key. The key is you need to start to make realistic smaller goals for you to be able to accomplish. So if you want to be a multimillionaire, first thing you've got to do is get a handle on your debt. So what, what, how do you do that? You take a look at your credit cards. You start paying off the smaller balances. You start paying off the smaller or the higher percentages to be able to make sure you're not getting charged as much interest or whatever it is, whatever focus or plan that you have. Now I know that these are the first steps I can take towards getting to my big goal of becoming a multimillionaire. So if you do this, this is where you can get some obtainable results-driven goals, okay? Let's step away from finance. Let's talk about health. Here I am. Um, let's say, for instance, 400 pounds. And I say to myself, I need to be at 170 because that's the healthy weight that the BMI chart tells me, okay? This is what you're telling yourself. So you're at 400 pounds. You know you're going to lose all this weight. You say to yourself, I'm going to lose 230 pounds in a year. Now again, just like the multi-millionaire piece, I'm not saying it's impossible, but I am saying that's a pretty lofty goal. But if you look at it and you say, eventually I wanna be 230 pounds lighter than what I am right now. But first month of January, I'm gonna work on losing five pounds. And how will I work on losing the five pounds? Do I schedule my time at the gym? Am I gonna count my calories? Am I going to be healthier? Am I going to not go for seconds? Am I going to do intermediate fasting? Or what What am I going to do specifically towards in that first month to hit that first targeted goal that I'm trying to shoot for? And that first targeted goal, five pounds in a month, may be a lot for some people. And you're thinking to yourself, "Okay, well, five pounds is nothing, but I can get to that." Okay, great. So if you get to the five pounds and you get to the end of the month and you're there, then great. Now you set goal for month two, where maybe you want to lose another five. Or you want to lose a total of 15 or whatever the next month. Realistic goals is crucial They're right at this time because we so often set ourselves up for failure based on unrealistic and unobtainable goals. It happens so much because we do have this feeling of hope and, like I said before, prosperity and positivity, and it's all positive. And we're looking at the fact that we, we we know we can accomplish whatever we set our mind to. We know we can do this. But a lot of times, we are just setting ourselves up for failure. Now, do you feel that you did that? Because if you look at your your goals that you wrote down last night or the goals that you printed or the goals that you just listed as being your resolutions that you wanted to be able to accomplish, it's okay if you went too high. It's all right. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong because I want you to have goals. Because I have goals. I have big goals. But the key to it is, if I want to stay in the right mindset of going towards those goals, I have to feel like I'm accomplishing something. I have to feel like in the month of January, I can accomplish things towards my bigger goal. I'm not going to cre- I'm not gonna accomplish the whole entire goal in one month, right? But I can start to chip away at the big grand thing that I'm trying to be able to get to. That's what we really have to look at. We have to look at where are we in our journey, whatever it is that you're trying to be able to accomplish, and how can I break that down into bite-sized, small, chunky things that I can really get into, my my teeth sunk right into, that when I accomplish them, I can feel like, damn, I did that. I accomplished that. I focused on something. I accomplished it, and now I'm in a positive space. And I can remember what that feeling is. And I can journal that down. And I can write down exactly what I did and how I felt and where I was at in the moment in time that I knew that I accomplished my goal. You know, more often than not, we don't accomplish the goals or we don't meet the goals. And guess what? We start feeling negative. That's when we get into our own headspace. We start feeling like we're the worst. We are our own worst critics when it comes to personal attainment of goals. We are. It's just where we're at. This is how, this is where we park. And the reason is because we don't set ourselves up for success with our goal setting. Okay, so that's the second piece. The second piece is take a look at what your goals are. Look at them closely. Dig in. If you've set them too high, that's okay. Keep it high if you want to, but make it a longer-term goal. So if it's a 240 pounds that you want to lose, don't think that you're just going to do that in 12 months. Make it a longer-term goal. Or bite-sized chunks. Like I said before, month of January, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. That's basically two point whatever pounds per week, which is obtainable for me. And I know I can do it if I just focus on it. But the 240 pounds in a year is like 10 pounds in a week, right? That's just, it's just not. It's not, it's not something that's obtainable. So here's another thing you got to look at. <laughs> There's a lot of things I was thinking over the last couple of days. and I know I wanted to really put something out around New Year's here to make sure that we're all just thinking the right direction and we we're, we're setting ourselves up for success guys. But really, at the end of the day, that's what we need to be doing is setting ourselves up for success, not failure. Are you creating a path for you to be successful? Are you creating a path for you to win? Because if you're not, change it. Take a look at those resolutions, which might look great on paper. They might look awesome in the sky or on your Facebook page or wherever you posted them or whatever else that you wanted to be able to accomplish. And if you know in your heart of hearts that that's a lofty goal or an unrealistic one or it's the same exact goals that you've set in the past that you have failed at doing before, then you've got to change some stuff about those goals. Either change the goal or change the path to get there. Because there's another piece to this. It's okay to have lofty goals. It's okay to dream big. It's okay to think to yourself, I can accomplish anything I set my mind to. I talk about it on the podcast all the time. We can do whatever we want to do in our life. We can. We can accomplish whatever we set our mind to. But there's two things that you have to remember and that I have to remember every single time I put a goal on paper to make it on purpose. This This is the most important piece that I think I have to remember. I have to set myself up a path for success. So if I have a goal to do something, I need a plan for the success. So if it's losing weight, I need a plan that's going to be a certain amount of calories, certain amount of fat content, certain amount of workouts per week. I've got to set a plan in place, and I've got to put that and map that together to make sure I set myself up for success, okay? That's the first step. So like I said before, if it's financial freedom, great. Start off with your credit cards. Then then move up to the next stage of no frivolous spending on Amazon late night when you're having a few cocktails and wines or whatever. Or whatever it is. If you are in a place where you want to be financially free, great. You have to put the steps and procedures to get there. Okay? And any of the things we're talking about in life, you want a promotion at, at the job, great. Get some education. Study hard. Work well. Work well. Give yourself some specific things that you want to do and accomplish in the job that you're in right now to be able to show people that you can get that advancement that you want, right? There needs to be a path to success. A goal is only as good as a goal. Without the plan, without you putting together some specific behaviors for you to be able to fight for that goal and continue to push forward, you're never going to accomplish your goal, okay? So that's, that's, the, that's the first part. The first part is you got to make sure you have a plan for success. And the second part is, is exactly what I did a blog entry on this morning. I did it on Coffee Talk. I did it on No Finish Line Nation on Instagram, whatever. If you haven't checked it out, it's a big black and white, bold lettered image that I put on there that says it's time to get back to work. Now, the term work means a lot. So first of all, we talked about setting goals. Then we talked about setting a path for the goals and setting realistic goals. Okay, so these are all working together. We have a goal. We made sure that the goal is the right size for us. We made changes if they're too big. We also made changes if they're just repetitive of the things that we've had in the past. Now we're setting a path to be able to get there. We're putting a plan together for us to be able to get that goal. And the last portion of it is exactly what I just said. It's called work. It's called doing what you need to do to get to where you have to get to. Are you willing to put the work in? And is the goal important enough for you to put the work in? that's the other piece <laughs> I mean that's that's the crux of everything we're trying to be able to accomplish the, the failure of all of us a lot of times is maybe the goal that I set isn't as important to me as I thought it was and I didn't change the goal rather I just continued to try to cycle through spin my wheels and just keep moving forward with trying to accomplish that goal and at the end of the day I fail At the end of the day, I look at myself and I go, oh, you know what? I tried, right? I tried. I tried my best. I pushed forward, but I guess I didn't achieve the goal and it wasn't meant to be. Well, no, you can accomplish anything you want to be able to accomplish, but you've got to set yourself up for success and you've got to work at it. You have to be willing to put one foot in front of the other to do the work that's necessary for you to get it done. Nothing is going to be handed to you. Let's Let's just call it out there. No silver spoons are coming down your way, no golden egg, no nothing like that. Everything you have to work for is something you have to work for, okay? Everything you want to accomplish, everything you want to do in life, you've got to work for it. The work ethic that a lot of times that we talk about with younger generations that come through is always so low, and we're always like, oh, man, these these kids don't know how to work these days or whatever, but neither do we. We don't. Listen, I'm in my mid forties, and a lot of times I think to myself, I should be able to lose this weight. But guess what? I didn't do the work that I needed to to really continue to push forward and do the things that I needed to do. I didn't. I tried to outrun the fork, so I ate poorly. I ate the ho hos and the ring dings and the and the yuhu's and the whatever else just because it was there and I needed to do it and I wanted to do it. I always preached to myself that I've got the work ethic to do it. <laughs> I always preach to others. That we Do we have the work ethic to be able to do the things that are necessary? How about things that you're passionate about? Let's say, for instance, you're a dad or a mom. A lot of times we're good dads or moms because it's natural, and we just fight for the good cause, and we try to be able to do the best for our kids, and we try to offer the best advice and do all the things. But we work at that. We work at those things because others are depending on us. Well, guess what? All the things that you want to accomplish in life, you're depending on you to get those done. So there is somebody that's depending on on your actions, your behaviors, and your stuff, and that's you. And at the end of the day, are you doing that? Are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to grind it out to do the things that are necessary for you to be successful in this journey? That's the real question you have to ask yourself. Because if you're not, change your goals. Change the things that you really want to accomplish just to make sure that you you set yourself up for success, guys. We all wanna be a certain thing, we all wanna grow a certain way, we all wanna be able to fit into a certain mold, whatever direction we wanna be able to move in. But sometimes we have to take a reality check and look at it and say, am I doing the thing that I'm meant to do? And is the work that I'm putting in worth the investment towards the thing that I'm trying to accomplish? And do I want it bad enough? That's pretty deep stuff, right? So when you think about it, it's all about goal setting. It's all about where you're at for the new year. It's all about what direction you want to take with it. So there's a lot of really important stuff. And here's lastly, the lastly, the, 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 I feel is one of the most important pieces in our journey is you can have a goal, you can have a path set up, you can have the right goal and you feel good about it and you feel like you're in the place where you can be successful and you're starting off strong and you're good to go. And then life happens. Then you get stuff like death in the family, finances happen, medical bills, something happens where it sets you off and puts you in a place where you're not as in tune with the goals that you're trying to shoot for. And this is when the work is required. This is when you have to dig in even deeper to know that you've got to fight to be able to get to where you want to get to. You've got to dig to be able to accomplish the things you want to accomplish, to be able to overcome some of those adversities that are going to be thrown your way. Listen, it isn't a maybe it'll come your way. Maybe you'll have some curveballs thrown at you. It's nothing like that. You know what it is? It's when it happens because it's going to. Now, I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy. I'm not trying to be a dark and gloomy kind of situation. What I am trying to be is a realist, to know that this is when we fail. It's when life deals us the cards that are dealt to us is when we fail because then we use it as the excuse to bow down and step away. We use it as the excuse not to be the best version of us because life is too hard. It's too difficult. There's too much stuff going on. It's too bleak and too dreary, all the stuff that's going on around me. When at the end of the day, that's when you should be digging in deeper If the goal is something that you want to fight for, this is the moment in time when you know it matters to you because you're willing to do what it takes, just like you would do as a parent, just like you would do as a student or whatever is super important to you in your life that you don't even blink an eyelash at when something happens, you just keep fighting for. So now you're going to really understand, is this goal something I'm really looking to do? Now, if it is, then dig in, guys. If it is, fight like you've never fought before. Continue to push forward through those really difficult times. Injuries may happen, those kind of things when you're trying to work out. Whatever it is, adversity is going to come your way. And now you've got to be able to figure out how do I overcome the adversity and how do I make sure I keep the goal front of mind and the path that I had set in place Maybe you have to adjust that path a little bit because of the adversity or whatever, but it's still going towards the goal that you wanted to accomplish. It's still going towards the thing that you said was important to you in your life. You got to do the work no matter what. Okay, so to summarize, it's a lot. I mean, it's a whole bunch of stuff we're talking about with goal setting. You got to have the right goal, okay? Is it important to you? Put the goal, put it on paper, make it on purpose. We always always talk about that, okay? Then you got to take a look at, is am I being too lofty? Or is it a goal that I can set that's going to be accomplished within the next month or two to build towards whatever other goal that it is? And if it is a lofty one, I broke it down into smaller goals. By the end of January, this is where I'm going to be. By the end of February, this is where I'm going to be, or whatever you do. And then you have to set your path of how you're going to get there. So my smaller goal is such and such, and I'm going to get there by doing the following things. And here's the, the guidelines and the deadlines that I need to set for myself to be able to get there, right? So now you're setting your path up for success, and you're doing it, and you're ready to go. And then you've got to do the work. you got to dig in. you got to do the work. you got to overcome adversity. you got to do all the things that are necessary for you to keep fighting and keep pushing forward. Don't fail yourself. Okay, So many years we get to this place in this, this New Year's time frame with this all positivity and then come January and February, just like all those gym rats that we were talking about before, what happens, the first point of adversity or the first point of failure that they get to or the first time they can't find time necessary to do the things that they need to do to achieve their goals, they fail themselves and then they drop off and they disappear. Don't drop off and disappear. Keep fighting for you. You're worth the investment. You're worth the fight, okay? I hope that this makes sense to you. I was trying to get this, some thoughts out there. I had to gather a few things together for myself because it's it's something that's really important, I feel, for us to set ourselves up for success in 2020. We need to make sure that we're doing it the right way and we're setting ourselves on a true, true path of success, something truly that matters to us, and we're going to keep moving forward, okay? looking forward to a lot of changes happening in the podcast coming up guys we're going to be doing some things i'm thinking about possibly part of my goal setting for the podcast itself i may be going down the road of doing some lives so basically through no finish line nation or through my liquid Chano page i'm not really sure which direction i want to go in with it and then even instagram to set myself up where i can do a live podcast with you guys so when you're on the 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 video feed or whatever it is I can read your comments I can we can talk about a topic and if anybody comes into the live feed we can have a conversation you know whether it's through typing or whether it's through whatever and we can actually record it on the podcast here to help others and talk about whatever it is and kind of make it an interactive feed so that's part of the, the focus and the movement in in the in the future here and then I've also got two interviews that I'm going to be setting up here in the next month or two to really bring back a lot of content for you guys to listen to, to be able to have different areas of focus and perspective and positivity and those kind of things. Those are coming up over the next month and maybe two months that I'm going to be able to book those interviews and really kind of move this podcast forward so that way it can be helpful for you and also me. Okay guys, so those are some, real, those are some of my commitments that I make to the podcast here moving forward in 2020 because I feel like it's our year and we can really push forward and do the work that's necessary for us to achieve everything we ever wanted to okay have a great day everybody and we'll talk soon thank you so much for listening to coffee talk with liquid shano 1973 podcast you can also find us on all other social media platforms like twitter instagram or facebook just by looking up Liquid Shano 1973. If you get a chance, hop on over to iTunes, scroll all the way to the bottom, and leave some feedback about our podcast because we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.